Welcome back to the Becoming the One podcast. I'm your host, Christina Abood. I'm a licensed clinical therapist and dating and relationship coach obsessed with helping you to unleash your inner magic, up-level your dating life and relationship, and create that epic, juicy love that you've been waiting for. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for pressing play. So let's get into it. Welcome back to Becoming the One. I'm so excited to be here with you today. And, you know, a lot of podcasters, I think, I think, I don't know, I'm kind of a newbie, as you guys know, they plan out their content really far in advance and record all these episodes. And I don't really do that. I really want to just be inspired to share what's on my heart, what you guys are needing, and what feels most relevant to you all. And one of the things that really stuck out to me when I was thinking about my own experience and what I work on with a lot of my clients is knowing when to walk away from a relationship, when to let go of it. I have a lot of people come to me who are going through a breakup or having a really difficult time in their relationship. And a lot of them are questioning whether they should stay or they should go. And this is a really difficult thing. Because when I think about my own experience, I remember it being one of the most difficult things for me to figure out. Even in the relationship I talked about in my breakup episode, it was something that I struggled with for probably six months because I really didn't know what to do. And I just want to start this off by saying that I am sending you so much love because it is a difficult situation. And I've been there and more times than I would like to be. And it's honestly a struggle for a lot of people. It's not like there's some magic timeline or like this magic thing that I can give you right now for you to decide that because ultimately it's completely up to you whether you are going to stay in your relationship or not. And I don't think any decision is a bad decision. I think it's really just you figuring out what is best for you. But I'm going to give you some things to think about today and give you the skill to really figure out when it's time to go. And there's a lot of people in unhealthy relationships that truly are not serving them. And they think that love is the thing that's serving them, but it's really not serving them in their mental health and even people who never belonged in their relationship in the first place. And the reality is that we become very attached to individuals. We have invested all this time and energy and it becomes a struggle to walk away. We don't really know at that point, like when is the time to let it go? And sometimes it is a long time before we've been thinking about this that we should have. And trust me, like I said, I have been there many times actually. And in my past relationships, you know, I was holding on to love and thinking that that was enough. And the idea that I believe this person was my person and that we could make it through anything, right? That we could figure this out. And ultimately though, I was just holding on to the potential of it getting better and their word that it would change, but it wasn't actually changing. And it's not so simple. Again, like I said, there's no black or white, the magic thing that I can give you to be like, yes or no, because it's really individual to us. And it's easier said than done because at the end of the day, We do need more than love or just a promise that it's going to get better. There's a lot more to a relationship than just love or the time and investment that we've put into somebody. 
There's a lot of things. So today you're going to walk away with this skill and know if it's time to walk away and what to do if you're still unsure. Even if you're in a marriage, this still applies. This is across the board, regardless of the kind of relationship that, that you're in. And at the end, I'm going to share with you the most important questions to ask yourself if you're still unsure about what to do. So if you're listening to this, you are likely at the point where you know, this has been a slow burn. This has been building up over time and it didn't just happen overnight. These things never do, right? We end up holding on to these good memories and that's really what prevents us from seeing what's right in front of us or what's really best for us and honestly best for them too. And the biggest sign to know if it's time to let go of a relationship is if it consistently drains you of energy, if it's draining you instead of energizing you. And here's the thing, relationships are not meant to be excessively stressful or draining. They honestly should not be that hard. And I know that this is hard to hear because we have been conditioned to think that we are supposed to be in this like battle of love all the time, but it's just not true. Relationships should not be that hard. And literally every single movie we watch is about some kind of love where they have to go through this like really hard thing. Every single movie, think about it. I mean, I can go onto my Netflix right now and every single movie that's on there, they have to go through some kind of battle because it makes for a good storyline. And we have grown up thinking that that's the way it has to be, but it doesn't. That is not the truth of how it needs to feel. I'm going to make a whole episode on this, but just know that it should not feel so draining and stressful. And if a relationship is draining the life out of you and feeling consistently, and that's the key thing here, consistently overwhelming to the point of depletion, it is time to let it go. And relationships are meant to have a dynamic of support and allow us to flow through life better because we have that person by our side. And so when you're in a relationship that's constantly draining you and taking from you and depleting from you, it's not the right fit. And it doesn't mean that you don't have love with this person that you didn't have this deep connection with this person, but maybe you're not in a space to be in that kind of relationship right now, or the dynamic isn't right, or maybe they're going through something and it's just not changing and it's just feeling really hard. And again, I stress the word consistency, okay? Because with that being said, that doesn't mean that, you know, the minute you feel this way, you should walk away. I don't advocate for that. If you are feeling this way, you need to be communicating early on with your partner about what's happening for you and then address the issue if possible. We need to allow the space for it to be worked out and see if it's just because of some communication or something that can actually just be changed with proper communication. And a lot of people do not properly communicate with their partners and don't really you know, attempt to get at the root of the problem or the issue or whatever's going on. And they think that their partner can read their mind or maybe they're worried about having this conversation because it hasn't gone well in the past. And I totally get that. I hear you. I know that it's been hard, but you can't continue on like this where you are feeling so drained. And if you can't talk to each other, you just shouldn't be together, plain and simple, because that's the basis of a relationship is communication. And people come to my office all the time and I ask, okay, what's the problem? And they're saying communication pretty much 100% of the time. And so we need to figure that out, right? And if you can't communicate, you need to get the support to do that. So I would never just say walk away because there's issues. That's just not fair. However, you've got to get everything out on the table and address it. You've got to take the proper steps. 
And if someone is making excuses or not willing to work on the issue, then it would be really difficult, you know, to continue this relationship. And that's really important. Relationships are worth putting in the work for, but you can't be the only one fighting or putting in that work and really the effort, right? Because relationships shouldn't be feeling like there's so much work all the time, but there is going to be some level of effort to maintain a great relationship. And no relationship is perfect. None. All relationships take effort. So at that point, if we attempt to continue to stay in this relationship with no effort or little effort is happening, we're enabling that behavior, their actions, and really their inaction. We're saying to them that their unwillingness or their lack of effort or inaction is acceptable, but it's not. You are not happy. You are not satisfied. And another aspect of this is stonewalling. So this means that someone's shutting down and won't talk about it. It's when your partner is withdrawing from the interaction. They're shutting down. They're closing themselves off from you and this conversation. And maybe even that might be you. You might be the one stonewalling. And it's because they're feeling really overwhelmed and psychologically flooded. And there is significant research from the Gottman Institute about this. And it's a huge indicator that the relationship will come to an end at some point. So consistent, timely, effort, open communication and willingness to grow, it has to be there. We have to see that effort being put in. And if the problem is fixable and it appears and then if the problem is fixable and appears, you know, that it can be changed through whatever method you're choosing, right, either to talk about it and then you see the action or maybe you decide that you're going to try couples counseling, anything like that, you know, awesome allow it the time to be fixed to get back into alignment. But also note that if this is a continual problem and it's a reoccurring or there's inaction from this person, if things are not getting better and not staying better, that's super, super important. That is the key here, that it's staying better and you are still feeling drained. This is not due to a miscommunication, right? It's very possible that it's a sign that you're with the wrong partner. Another big sign is when you don't tell the truth about your relationship to other people. I was in a relationship where things were good most of the time. I would even say this to people. 70% of the time, it's really good. And then 30%, you know, it's feeling really difficult. And he would say really extremely hurtful things and do hurtful things. And I felt completely alone in the relationship. And I was alone in general because I never told anyone what was going on. From the outside, they would think everything was perfect. And it was because I didn't want them to see this picture of them. I didn't want them to judge him. But really, on a deeper level, it was really because I didn't want them to judge me for being with him. And honestly, I was judging myself. I didn't want to admit it to myself. I didn't want to admit that this person might not actually be available for the love that we both wanted with each other. We both really wanted that. And I was like, that's enough. But it wasn't. And so I kept it to myself and I didn't tell the truth. And this is a huge sign to let it go. In a healthy, aligned relationship, you should never have to hide what is happening. And of course, you keep some things private. That's totally normal. But it shouldn't be a fear of judgment for others in such an intense way. And it's not just blatant lying either. It's omission of information or just saying things are good when they're really not. Maybe even it's minimizing it so it doesn't sound so bad. That all fits in there. And we should be able to share what's happening in our relationship, at least to some level with other people and not be doing that omitting or minimizing. 
The next sign is when trust in your relationship has been broken, not repaired after the first time, and now it has been broken too many times. Trust can be broken in many ways. Cheating is a big one, emotional, physical, anything like that. And that's what most people think of. But trust can also be broken in other ways, like not following through on what they say they're going to do, sharing secrets with others without approval or like permission or like talking about it beforehand, you know, using things against you in arguments, not supporting you or standing up for you in front of others, making big decisions that impact you and their relationship without discussing it first lying or withholding information that as to not hurt you and obviously cheating is a huge betrayal and for me that's a non-negotiable right I don't think that a relationship you should continue with that if someone is cheating but again that's a personal thing right but the thing is these other things that the person is doing that maybe aren't so big they add up to one big fat pile of mistrust And trust is difficult to rebuild. And I'm not even going to sugarcoat it for you. It is hard. And again, these one-off things, that's, that's fine. You know, talk about it, move on. But a lot of times these things are building up because they're not repaired. And especially if you have a big, I'm going to call it like a big T, right? Big trust, a big mistrust, then that's going to really break down these things. That person might say that they're going to change and won't you know, do it again. And likely, though, it's happened more than once. And, and, and the pile of mistrust is starting to build. And trust is the foundation of any relationship. So if it's broken and it hasn't been repaired, and even if you try and you're not seeing that consistent, actionable change, it's time to let it go. Because that pile of mistrust is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And if you're listening to this, then there's something in you that isn't feeling right about the relationship. And I'm going to be honest with you that most times we already know what the right thing is. We just don't want to face it. We just don't want to hear it. And again, I have been there. I have known the truth, but I just kept pushing it down because I didn't want to believe it. I didn't want to believe that it was true. But we have to look at that. And, you know, sometimes we're just hoping that we're wrong. We're hoping that you're just being too into your emotions. You're just, you're just in it. And you might even question yourself that it's something that you're doing wrong, or maybe you just need to get back on track. And a phrase I hear over and over and over again, I mean, you guys, I cannot tell you how many times I've heard this phrase where people say, I really just want to make this relationship work, or we just really want to make this work. And you're essentially saying that you want to fit a peg into a square hole you can't and it's just it's so hard and of course you know some people are saying like I want to put in the effort but we really have to look deeper at this right and it's so hard you guys I get it I get it so much and I know the pain of loving someone and also hurting because feels like I'm walking up this mountain with a parachute on my back pulling me backward and the wind just blowing 80 miles per hour and then it's starting to rain and I want to get to the top so badly. Like I am determined to get to the top, but the conditions are not great. And I likely will not make it. And if you are still uncertain, and of course there's hope, I want to say that, that please have open and honest conversations with your partner. Please work on things. Don't just walk away because one little thing happens 
But if you're still uncertain and you're unsure of what to do, I want you to ask yourselves these questions. And I really want you to think about them, okay? Knowing what you know now and knowing everything that happened, if you could go back to day one, would you still choose to be in a relationship with this person? The next question is, if you had a son or daughter and they acted exactly and treated them like the person you are currently with, would you want them dating that person, which is your partner? And would you want them to be the father or mother of your children? These questions should all be a yes. And if they aren't, it's a hard place to be in. And I really encourage you to reflect and allow the time to process all of this and really think about these questions. Because if your answer is no, then you have to consider, is that person really aligned with you? Is this the right relationship for you? So there's a lot to ponder here. There's a lot to think about. You can go back and listen to this episode a few times. If you need anything else, you can always reach out to me um, and see if I have availability for one-on-one clients. But I do think it's important for you to get some support in some way or another, especially if this has been going on for a long time. I really do think it's essential for us to get the support when we need it. I hope you guys like this episode and I hope you got something from it. If you did, please subscribe and leave a review and I will see you in the next one.